This is Dr. James Cruz, Medical Director of Wayne Memorial Community Health Centers with your Wayne Memorial Health System COVID-19 update for Monday, January 10th. Now, the numbers this week are really unbelievable. In fact, I did not believe them and thought there had been an error somewhere. So when I first looked at the numbers this week, I found that Wayne County had 778 new cases and Pike County had 855 new cases. That's 1,800 new cases in Wayne and Pike County in the past week. That's really an incredible number that I'm struggling to believe. It is three times higher than the previous record of 562 in the week ending December 27th last year. It also means, if those numbers are correct, that 11% of all of our cases of the entire pandemic have happened in the past week. I know that I've seen more positive tests come across my desk in the past week than any other week in the pandemic, but really couldn't believe it was that much. I think that part of the issue with the high numbers is some reporting delays from New Year's and that some of those numbers were moved from last week into this week. But even if you take that into account, if you look at the past two weeks and then average them out, there's still over a thousand cases per week over the past two weeks. Double the highest peak last year and really then that is 14% of all of our cases occurring in the past two weeks. So I looked at Pennsylvania and U.S. data to try to figure out if there was a number error going on. What I found was that Pennsylvania reported 270,000 new cases in the past week, and that's 12% of their total case count for the entire pandemic. And the U.S. reported 5 million new cases in the past week, which is 8.4% of the total cases of the entire pandemic. So really, it does look like those numbers are real. They're consistent across several different platforms. So even if there were some delays in the Pennsylvania Department of Health reporting and they got dumped into this week, there's still massive community spread of COVID right now, both here and all over the country. According to the CDC, Omicron accounts for 95% of all cases in the U.S. So Omicron is clearly more contagious and is spreading like wildfire. So what about the idea that Omicron is milder? Well, it is milder than Delta, but that does not mean it is mild or like the common cold or flu. It's still a deadly virus. And with the speed of spread, the sheer number of cases we're seeing, we're seeing an increase in hospitalizations and death. Nationally, cases are up 226%. Hospitalizations are up 78%. But deaths are only up 12%. But they are up. In Pennsylvania, cases are up 193%. Hospitalizations are up 46%. And deaths are up 10%. There were 12,000 new deaths in the U.S. last week. And that's still not nearly as high as the weekly deaths when Delta peaked, but it's still higher than the early summer lull when we had an average of 1,200 to 3,000 deaths a week. The other thing to pay attention to is hospitalizations are up more than deaths because hospitalizations lag behind cases and deaths lag behind hospitalizations. However, we're hearing reports across the country that patients that were being hospitalized with Omicron have less severe lung disease less need for high flow oxygen or intubation or ventilation. However, we're seeing Omicron exacerbating other chronic conditions such as congestive heart failure, COPD, diabetes, kidney disease, etc. And that leads to hospitalization and possibly death. Also, this wave of hospitalizations is running up against the worsening medical workforce shortage because we're seeing even vaccinated healthcare workers getting Omicron. And even if they do not get very sick from it, they still have to isolate to avoid exposing vulnerable patients. So both 
Wayne Memorial Hospital and the community health centers are experiencing critical workforce shortages. So if you don't need to go to the ER for something, don't go. If you have long waits, either at the ER, the hospital, or the doctor's office, be patient. We're really doing the best we can. We're overwhelmed. Also, nationwide, we're seeing more admissions among younger kids. And Omicron appears to cause more upper airway disease in the throat, larynx, and bronchi instead of lower lung disease. Upper airway disease tends to affect younger children more because their airways are very small. The classic examples of this are whooping cough, RSV bronchiolitis, and croup, which in kids can cause life-threatening airway problems, but in adults just cause a bad cough. In fact, Omicron is reported to behave a lot like croup in toddlers. In school-aged children this past week, there were 105 cases in Wayne County and 109 in Pike for a total of 214 new cases in school-aged children. That's 16% of all cases in school-aged children have occurred here in the past week. Now, the, this last week, the FDA approved boosters for 12 to 15-year-olds. Now, we are definitely seeing breakthrough cases, both with vaccine and prior infection. I had a patient last week that had COVID at the beginning of November, which was Delta, and is now ha has it again, which is Omicron. And we're definitely seeing cases in the fully vaccinated. So get your boosters. They do decrease the risk of both symptomatic and asymptomatic infection, and they certainly decrease severe illness, hospitalizations, and death. And make sure you're wearing your mask. You know, so the CDC reduced its recommended quarantine down to five days, but only if symptoms are mild and symptoms are resolving with no fever for 24 hours. You know, that's based on the fact that most transmission occurs one to two days before the onset of symptoms and about three days after symptoms start. And to point out that does not apply to everyone with COVID. Your symptoms must be mild and resolving. Now, what actually resolving means is a little hard to interpret, but it's better than improving, but you don't have to be quite 100% back to normal. You must mask 100% of the time around other people for five days. A surgical mask is preferred over cloth covering. And realize you're still probably contagious, just a lot less so. So avoid being around high-risk individuals. Schools are supposed to adopt this new guideline, but it depends on there being universal masking in schools. So universal masking in schools is very important if we're going to be able to reduce the time for quarantine and isolation of kids. So last week I said I would be talking about the new pills for COVID this week, but they're still not available in this area. So I will delay that another week. And I wanted to talk about the monoclonal antibody infusions. So we are doing monoclonal antibody infusion with Sotrivimab here at Wayne Memorial Hospital and at Wayne Memorial Community Health Centers. You know, this is an IV infusion of antibodies against COVID. It is the one that is effective against Omicron. It reduces the risk of hospitalization and death by about 80%. It can be given up to 10 days after onset of symptoms, but is most effective if given in the first five to seven days. But I think it's important to realize something. This is an experimental medication. It is approved under emergency youth authorization, but is not fully approved. And the clinical trials for monoclonal antibodies were small. They only had about 500 people that were treated with the sotrivimab and about 500 people treated with placebo. Now that compares to the initial clinical trials on vaccines, which included 40,000 people. 
It does appear to be safe by what we know about monoclonal antibody and in the studies themselves. There was a significant risk of allergic reaction or some reactions to the infusion, which occurred in about 2% of patients who received it. We don't know of long-term consequences, but we believe they're low because monoclonal antibodies are generally safe. However, they are in short supply and we don't have enough monoclonal antibody or enough staff and treatment spaces to treat everybody who qualifies for it. And I'm always amazed at people who wouldn't get the vaccine because they worry that it's experimental when it's really been given to billions of people at this point, but they are willing to take a monoclonal antibody, which has been studied in about a thousand people, but they are available. So I kind of wanted to go over the data and the risk and benefits in case you are offered that treatment. This is Dr. James Cruz, Medical Director of Wayne Memorial Community Health Centers with your Wayne Memorial Health System COVID-19 update for Monday, January 10th.